Hello, and welcome to episode 114 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. Charlotte. And I'm Heather. I just had a weird thing when you said 114. I was like, that's not right. Oh, no, it is right. It is right. I double-checked because I don't trust my brain these days. But it is 114. That's a lot of episodes, y'all. I know. I know. You said y'all. You're not from the South. I, I know, but I talk fast. That's my excuse. I say y'all all the time, just because I'm in a hurry. <laughs> I don't think y'all is a Southern word anymore. No, people, say, people, in, people in New England say y'all, yeah. do, just because we're talking fast, <laughs> um, which is sort of one of the funniest things. So um, I'll just get into this for a quick second, because if you listen to the podcast, you've been listening for a while, you know I had COVID back in December, um, and I'm still dealing with some of the ramifications from it. Um including changes to my speech when I get overtired or over whatever. And so I was laughing this morning because I was talking to a nurse and she was going through the list of symptoms. Um, and she said, you know, when you're having an episode, do you notice changes in your speech? I said, uh-huh, because <laughs> normally I talk a million miles a minute. And when it happens, it's there's huge pauses in my speech, <laughs> which is probably a relief for the people around me. <laughs> I'm not sure all of the symptoms are considered bad by my family. <laughs> depending members. on who you ask, right? Yeah, depending on who you're talking to. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this week on the podcast, we are going to be talking about one of our favorite topics Disney Cruise Line. You know, we love Disney Cruise Line, but specifically, in, in my case anyway, um, what to pack for your Disney Cruise. Now, anybody who's listening is probably saying, but Sarah, you hate packing. You don't even do your own packing. You are correct. However, I think that packing and, and, you know, what to pack on a Disney cruise, I feel like the clothing is intimidating for a lot of people because they worry about the dress codes and the restaurants and all of the different special events and everything. So um, we're going to get into all of that. Yeah. Yeah. But first, once again, we have Disney news. (laughs) (laughs) And this is another one that sometimes it's a little, it it can be, depending on how you look at it. Um, a little bit of a hot topic. So, all right, who wants to uh, give the update? Okay, I will, because I'm very excited. I think we all are excited. But the Jungle Cruise at Walt Disney World and at Disneyland, it, uh, they're both getting a brand new story. Uh, and it, with a whole, it's just, this it is like they're updating everything. But it's, it's a brand new storyline, new, all new animatronics. Um, the story is going to be Skipper based so the skippers are coming to the actual storyline and this is in uh what's the word not in reference to but because of i guess due to some uh some complaints about some racial insensitivities and things like that but and so hopefully that'll address it but i'm just excited for a an update, a much needed update to this attraction. I think that I'm excited because like, what do you, when you go on the jungle cruise, you're not going to look at like the hippos and the elephants, you know, that they're fake. You can see them for the real in animal kingdom. You're going because you want to hear the cheesy jokes and right. you love the skippers. And if you get a good skipper, that's like the best ride of your day. Mm-hmm. So like, why not make them the center of yeah. the whole thing? I think it's great. But yeah. as long as they don't take out the backside of water, if they take that out, I will be devastated. Oh, I think there would be a massive out cry if that ever happened yeah Yeah. (laughs) i got nervous for a hot second reading the announcement because they said something about bringing in audio animatronic skippers and i was like if you replace the actual human being skippers i will 
yeah. No, I think it's going to be. I misunderstood. It's it's yeah. both. It's it's both. There, there, you will still have a live skipper, but then there's also going to be, I guess, uh, audio animatronic skippers during your attraction experience. But I'm super excited about this. And this is one of those things where um, I had never, I just hadn't thought of Jungle Cruise in the context of sort of racial insensitivities and things like that. It's just, it's one of those things that existed in my head rent-free as it was. And then as soon as they mentioned it, I went, oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and that's, doesn't speak very well of me necessarily, I guess, but it's, it just, it's, it's a good example of one of those things that because you've seen it a million times, you'd sort of take it for granted, right? It just doesn't, you know, so I'm really glad that ah, that's another jungle cruise joke. Take for granted. Take for granted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, no, I agree with you, Sarah. And I, but as soon as I heard them say the announcement and they said something about some racial issues I went oh yes I I totally see it but no I had never thought of it but I love this attraction so much because of the jokes and mm -hmm. like they've updated the jokes over the years but they've done very few updates to the ride itself they've done a few you know yeah. but not and uh, but a whole new storyline is something that's gonna that's fantastic yeah and I guess they're still gonna do Jingle Cruise which is great because I love Jingle Cruise um and I really, I hope that they keep the improv that they allow individual skippers. Cause like not every skipper has the same patter, right. Or the same jokes. And so right. you can ride the, the jungle cruise with one skipper and have one experience and you can ride it with somebody else, have a completely different experience, which is great. I mean, yes, there are sort of mandatory jokes, the backside of water, you know, whatever. Um, but you know, I hope that they continue to allow that. Yeah. And I, I mean, they did mention that they were going to be writing new jokes for it. So it sounds like they're, they're, they're keeping in the, the you know, the corny joke tradition. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. So. The Jungle Cruise is one of my favorite attractions and I will go on that every time. If I, if we I waited in a long line. We did. Because <laughs> remember it was down it was the for day a it had sunk. And, yeah. <laughs> boat sunk and the ride is still going oh we're going yeah <laughs> um, that's another thing like when i saw the press announcement that uh it, it was about a skipper's cruise that sunk i was like oh this looks very familiar if you see the, the headlines <laughs> yeah if you see the concept art of the monkeys on the boat it looks a lot like that boat that that went down <laughs> Oh, that's right. I forgot that that was it was that same day. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we were like, well, maybe we'll get stuck and we'll get we'll see too. <laughs> that was our... like, this will be great content. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I I mean, I really do love that ride. And every time we go through the backside of water, I clap and cheer. And a lot of people look at me like I'm crazy because they don't know the that you're that's what you're supposed to do. Okay. Can we just make it a rule? Can we just make it a rule that if you are a listener of this podcast, our podcast has I think this is our first rule. We're going to make this a rule. If you are on the Jungle Cruise, or Charlotte's going to make it a rule when she's in charge of any, of everything, um, please be supportive of your skipper. If they ask you to wave or to cheer or to laugh or to, please do or so. Or to get down, duck, get duck. down, duck. Yeah. Just please 
be in the, you know, be in it with them, like support them. They're up there working their hardest to entertain you. And the more you give to them, the more you get back. So if you are a listener of this podcast, we are just asking you kindly, uh, please participate in whatever your skipper asks of you. If we, if we ever do a big meetup at Walt Disney World, we're going to go on the Jungle <gasps> Cruise and all together and we'll get in one boat and then we'll. That would be so fun. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah, I'm also just really excited that they're like Disneyland's going to open in 50 years, and it's going to be like a totally different park because <laughs> they are using this opportunity to update all the rides. And I feel like the next time we get to go back, like we're not going to recognize anything. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of amazing though. Like that's right. You know, be productive. Why not? Right? Like you can't. Yeah. What? What the heck? Why not? Just take advantage and yeah. you know, use silver that lining. as a silver lining. Yeah. yeah. They also mentioned that that this update doesn't have anything specifically to do with the movie coming out that was supposed to come out last year. And now it's been pushed a little bit, but I cannot wait to see this movie and I will watch I, anything with Dwayne Johnson in it. So. I was about to say, I Rock think is the movie's going to be great, but I don't think that they can base the ride on the movie until they know the movie is a hit, right? Yeah, like, right. What if it's... it comes out and it's a flop and now you, you've updated this classic attraction and people are just like so upset about it. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, All I'm right. Excited. So that's it for the major Disney news this week. Uh, coming up next, what to pack and what to wear on your Disney cruise, should they ever sail again. <laughs> this all started because I wrote a blog post about it last month. Um, so go to our website, DisneyParkPrincess.com, and it's literally called, you know, something super creative, what to wear on your Disney cruise. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually what to wear to look amazing and be comfortable on your Disney cruise. Um, but all right, think back to the first time you ever went on a cruise. Was Did you know about like what some, some of the dress codes were in advance? Like, did you, was this a thing that you were aware of ahead of time? I think I knew that there were formal nights, right? And you, you should dress up. Um, but I will tell you what I did not know. And I feel like even a lot of my clients don't, like I make it a point to say this, bring a jacket or a heavy sweatshirt for at night. And especially if you're going on a Caribbean cruise, people think I'm crazy. Why? It's the Caribbean. It's 95 degrees. It's hot. But at night when there's no sun and the ship is moving and you're up on deck, it is so windy that you are freezing cold. And I had no idea. And like, that's rough to not have, you yeah. know, some kind of cover up for the evening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I remember my first Disney cruise being super stressed out about what to wear and what to pack. Cause I knew like that there was a pirate night and I knew that there was like a semi-formal night and I knew that there was, you know, plus we were going on support adventures and I was going to need specific things for that. Plus I wanted to, you know, to bring stuff for Castaway Key because, you know, I had a very small child at the time and I, you know, was worried about sand toys. And yeah, I just remember being so stressed out about it. Um, now, you know, eight cruises in or however many cruises I am at this point, it's, I sort of throw a bunch of stuff in a bag and call it a day and then only wear half of it. Um, but it is a source of stress for people. So let's get into the basics of it. Now, for the purposes of this podcast, because, of course, every itinerary has different requirements. It depends on where you're sailing, when you're sailing. But for the purposes of this podcast, we're going to assume it's like a Bahamas or a Caribbean cruise. Um, just because otherwise it would be a four day long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, okay. So the basics that you need 
comfortable clothes during the day. Yeah, so let's start with during the day. Like during yeah, okay. the day on the ship. Okay, so bathing need... suit and flops. Yep, that's, bathing that's suit, flip flops. Now I have been on many a cruise that I have not put on a bathing suit. So you just need some type of comfortable clothing, like t-shirt, shorts, that type of thing, mm -hmm. or a sundress if you want to do that. Um, but yeah, bathing suit, flops, and something to go over that. That's basically all you need for the daytime. Maybe an extra shirt if you get sweaty, something like that. Yep. Um, I'm a big fan of a t-shirt dress. You will constantly yep. see me in a t-shirt dress on <laughs> pretty much every day. They're laughing because it's true. <laughs> um, because it can go over a bathing suit. It can be dressed up for dinner. It can be just, you know. Um, one thing to know about bathing suits on the ship during the day is if you want to eat in one of the dining rooms that are offering lunch, you cannot go in just your bathing suit. You do need to have something on like a nice cover-up that kind of looks like you know, yeah. a dress if you're a lady or you know like put a t-shirt and short t-shirt over your yeah. your board shorts if you're a guy yep exactly so no just now you can however go to cabanas for lunch just in your bathing suit or obviously eat at one of the locations on deck the quick service so right um, well, you'll usually find me in a bathing suit and flops because i like to spend the day you know either in the spa or by the pool but if i'm gonna go to an activity I like to be a little fancier so I am that person that's in the the sundress like I very rarely wear you know t-shirts and shorts on a cruise and I don't know why because it's all I wear yeah I don't know either. yeah I'm almost always in a dress I don't know why <laughs> it's just easier yeah it's just mm -hmm. faster yeah um plus yeah. you look cute no. exactly um now of course if you're going on an Alaskan itinerary or you're going on a you know Canada itinerary or you know your mileage may vary. Dress appropriately for what the weather is going to be. Check the weather ahead of time. Don't assume necessarily that just because you're going to the Caribbean that it's going to be 90 degrees. The Caribbean has fluctuations in, in weather and in temperature, just like anywhere else, depending on the time of year. So, um, you know, be sure to check the 10 day forecast for your trip. Exactly. Exactly. And always bring some sort of rain gear rain jacket or something like that because that could change especially in the caribbean in the summer there's very likely to be an afternoon thunderstorm just like you are going to walt disney world in the summer and there's an afternoon thunderstorm every day yep. this is very similar to the caribbean yeah so i would bring at least a raincoat you can i mean if you're on the ship there's i mean there's so many places to go indoors but you know if you're if you're out walking about and stuff like that you might want to bring yeah. Right, All right. So let's talk about um, on port dates. What do you want to think about packing and wearing for if you're going to be getting off the ship, which is not necessarily a given, by the way, at least yeah. in my case. Nope. <laughs> I think most important is comfy shoes. So whatever that means to you, if it's a pair of flip flops, you know, if you can walk in wedges or if you like foot prisons like some people do, like shoes. whatever. She means shoes. <laughs> or foot prisons. Um, clearly they're not comfortable to me, but whatever you are not going to get a blister from, whatever your feet aren't going to be tired or in pain from, because depending on your port adventure, you could be walking quite a bit. Yeah. And there's, or if you're run not back doing to port adventure, you're just exploring the port, which again, little aside, we don't know if that's even going to be a thing when cruising yeah. resumes. Um, right. The suspicion is, is that the only way that you're going to be allowed to disembark in some ports is with a port adventure booked through the cruise line. So something right. to keep in mind. At least for a little while. So. At least for a little while. Yeah. Um, not forever. 
And also, depending on what port of entry you do, you don't just need the comfortable shoes. You also may need a specific type of footwear. If you're going zip lining, you probably can't bring just flip flops. So yeah. you'll need, and you may have to have a, a specific type of strap on the sandals. Like, so mm -hmm. just be aware of what type of footwear you're going to need for that. Yep. And just like a random thing, for example, if you're doing a galley tour or a backstage tour on some ships, they require closed toed shoes. Mm -hmm. um, so that's just a thing to think about as well. Um, I always, always throw a pair of ballet flats uh, in my suitcase, just in case. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, um, so, and then that, that goes into the same thing. Like you want, you might want to bring like a small backpack or a, something like that. It's like a sling backpack that mm -hmm. you can take on these port adventures. So if you do need to swap out shoes or you do need that umbrella or sweatshirt or anything like that, when you're in port, you can just throw on whatever you need. It also has extra sunscreen and things like that, but you can take stuff off the ship. Uh, you don't have to leave it in your stateroom, you know, put, throw stuff in your bag and take it with you for the day. Yeah, absolutely. Sunscreen in particular. <laughs> yeah. Sunscreen and a hat. Also, again, depending on where you are or what you're doing, you might want to think about long pants as opposed to shorts or a skirt. Because what mm -hmm. if you are doing something in a jungle or, you know, you're doing some type of hike, you don't really necessarily want like a bunch of plants scraping up against your legs. So yep. or bugs. Yeah. bugs or yeah. if you're on a Mediterranean cruise and you're stopping in Rome and you're going to some of the religious sites, um, yep. some of them require yes. your head or shoulders to be covered. So my very first cruise I ever did was with Disney Cruise Line in the Mediterranean. And it, I maintain it was one of the best trips I've ever done. But um, to what you're saying, you need you on in almost every port. And again, whether you're going by yourself or you're doing a port adventure, you must have your knees covered. Um, and for women, you must have your shoulders covered. So in that case, you know, when it's 90 degrees and humid in, in Italy, you don't necessarily want a long sleeve shirt. So bring a light cardigan that you can throw in your backpack and take out before you go inside. Right. Um, I was at, we went to the Vatican one time or the only time I've ever been there. But uh, we went to the Vatican on a cruise and this poor girl on our bus didn't know. And she had on a tank top and short shorts. And we ended um, up through people ended up cobbling together some sort of jacket for her to put on. And then somebody had like a scarf shawl thing that she tied around her waist that was long enough to pass yeah. the, um, but it, she just got lucky that people had enough things. So yeah. just research where you're going now for the, you know, for the most parts in the Caribbean, you're fine. You don't have to worry about any dress codes, but anything that's that you don't know, just look it up before you go. And that, that'll help out a lot. Or, Call your travel agent or call Disney Cruise Line and their port adventures and say, hey, I need to know about this particular place and they'll tell you. Yeah, usually on the port adventures um, section of the website, like if you click on a particular adventure, it will tell you what they suggest you bring or where. Right. Yeah. Please read those descriptions, by the way. Um, rule number two, this is our Disney <laughs> Park Princess podcast, rule number two. Somebody's going to start keeping track of these, right? Um please read the descriptions and the what to know and the fine print for Port Adventures, just in general for everything, but Port Adventures in particular. Um, there are age requirements. There are often dress code requirements. There's often thing weight requirements, depending on what you're doing. These are all really important things to know. Um, and you do not want to go all the way to the Caribbean, you know, for the zip lining or parasailing or whatever adventure that you're so excited to do and find out because you didn't read the fine print, you're not going to be able to partake. That would be very sad. So... 
rule number two. <laughs> All right. So now we've pretty much covered the day. Uh, what about at night? What should you wear? And I'm going to talk about sort of different scenarios here. So we'll start with the main dining rooms. If you're planning on just eating in one of the three rotational dining rooms. Yeah, and this has changed somewhat over the a years. Lot. Because it used to be that I would bring, you know, a different dress and dress for dinner every night. And um, there have been a lot of times anymore that I don't, quote unquote, dress for dinner. It means I just wear whatever I was wearing through the day. And on Disney Cruise Line, that's allowed. You know, they let you in the main dining room. And so... And it's gotten much more casual. Yeah. And there's a whole... Yeah, there's a whole thing about that. Some people are like, keep it, keep it formal and keep it nice. And some I don't think it necessarily that. needs to be formal, but I am of the camp where I like, I want to pretend I'm on the Titanic in that yeah. like golden uh, age of sailing, right? Like, yeah. you know, steam liners. I'm changing for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dressed now. Dressing for dinner for me doesn't necessarily mean a ball gown every evening, but I am going to put on a nice dress and heels because yeah. it just feels nice to me. It know? depends. To me, it depends on what I have done that day. Um, whether or not I'll, I'll change, you know, I, I always wear at least pants. I don't go in in my bathing suit cover. I would hope you wear pants. To, uh, <laughs> but I, um, I always wear something a little bit better than just whatever I was wearing at the pool, but it's not necessarily the fancy dress yeah. anymore. Um, that being said, I, since I don't normally get dressed at home, up at home, I don't mind getting dressed up on for the, for dinner or for the evening activities i find that kind of fun um so yeah bring, make sure you have some type of dress and i would or dressier clothes i'll say don't well, so to, here's don't the official i'll just read what the official okay. rule is um the dress code is what is considered cruise casual and this is what i'm all of what i'm about to say is disney speak uh, dining attire is cruise casual in all three main dining rooms, meaning no swimwear or tank tops. Guests often like to dress up, but this is optional. Yeah. So once upon a time, you would you would not see jeans in the dining room. You would not see men in shorts in the dining room. You would not see what, you know. Um, but now it is very common to see guests in shorts. It is very common to see guests in jeans. What this has created is this sort of wonderful and amusing mishmash of you will see everything in that dining yeah. room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you will see people in a tank top and, you know, denim shorty shorts, and you will see women in gowns. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, as what Heather was saying earlier, it, it gets cold in there. So I don't like to wear this, you know, sleeveless dress and then have to put on a sweatshirt over it because I'm so cold or something. So yeah. Dining um, rooms do get chilly, and even I. I mean, I always, and I'm always have hot. a. I always yeah. have a sweater or like a nice jackety, like blazer type thing. I'm always cold, so I will always have something to put over my dress. But yeah. I don't. Know. I just like. I feel like it's a change, like in my attitude. Like I've been lazy by the pool all day. Okay, now I am dressed up and I am ready to move into my evening activity. So I just enjoy it. Yeah. I do too. I like getting the, I like the process of getting dressed for dinner again. Cause it's not, I, this is, I'm not dressing for dinner at home. <laughs> right. It's something different. Um, but typically what you will see if you're going for sort of a good median is, you know, polos and khakis for men, you know, cute pants and a top or, you know, a dress for women. That is the, it's the average of what yeah. you will see. You'll be completely comfortable. Um, 
But it's your vacation, and if Disney says you can wear whatever you want besides swimwear or tank tops, then wear whatever makes you comfortable. It's your vacation, and you get to choose. So Exactly. And I think the one good rule of thumb to think is because this is, you know, you have finite amount of space in your luggage and in your stateroom. Bring things that you can mix and match that might look nice, uh, you know, for a couple evenings at dinner or something that can go from day to evening. This way, you're... You're not overpacking and you're not like, especially where are you going to store it? There's not a lot of storage in those staterooms. So things to think. Yep. Okay. So then there's the main dining rooms, but then there is also, of course, the adult only dining experiences, Paolo and Remy, and they have a different dress code than the main dining rooms. However, they have also gotten much more casual over the years. Once upon a time, in order to dine at Paolo, men actually had to wear a suit. (laughs) Yeah. You had to have a jacket. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that like is even one. for brunch, you needed uh, not necessarily a jacket, but you had to have a collared shirt. A collared shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know what? I'm kind of sad that they've done away like that. I mean, it's supposed to be a fancy special occasion. Like get yeah. get dressed up. Well, so counterpoint to my feelings on dressing up for dinner, in which case I feel a little bit more casual about that. For Paolo, I always dress up. <laughs> like I. Um, we always, my husband will bring definitely a collared shirt, usually a full button down shirt, not just like a polo. Um, I will always bring a dress for that and maybe even pearls. Like, I feel like that is something that I will dress up for. And I like to dress up for that. Yeah. My husband, God love him. This is one of the many things I love about him. He loves to dress up. So he is, has never one time complained ever about having to dress up for something. In his case, he's like, wait, I get to wear a suit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's fantastic. But not everybody feels that way. Um, so it is important to know that at Palo, um, the official dress code uh, for dinner and brunch at Palo, and by the way, Palo and Remy have slightly different dress codes. So Palo, dinner and brunch, uh, the dress code is dress pants or slacks uh, and a collared shirt jacket is optional. Um, so they do still ask for a collared shirt. You cannot just go to um, Palo in a t-shirt. Um Women dress skirt or pants with a blouse. Jeans may be worn if in good condition. And it specifically says no holes, which there goes half of my jeans collection. Hmm. So so no jacket is required. It it is, they list it specifically as optional translation. We would like it if you wore a jacket, but we're not going to make you. (laughs) You Um, Remy is different. So Remy jeans are not an option. Um, The official... Disney phraseology is dress to impress. To preserve the elegant atmosphere, you are asked to adhere to a strict dress code when dining at Remy. Uh, at dinner time, the following dress code is enforced. Men, a jacket is required uh, with dress pants, slacks, and shoes. Ties are optional. No jeans, shorts, sandals, flip-flops, or tennis shoes. Ladies is a cocktail dress, evening dress, pants, suit, or skirt, blouse are required. Um, and again, no jeans, shorts, capri pants, sandals, flip-flops, or tennis shoes. Um, they say cocktail dress, evening dress, but pretty much any dress is going to be, just just about any dress is going to be accepted at Remy. Um, brunch and dessert is, uh, they do not require a jacket for brunch. So. I've never eaten at Ribby. Me so. either. Field trip. Well, obviously me either. <laughs> <laughs> French food, wine, bad. Yeah. Um, and plus, there is, I love, I love a, a good meal, but there is something about a meal that is designed to be three hours long. 
I just personally, that's not appealing to me. Oh, see, that's I love it. Long. Like I'm your Victorian Alberts girl. Like I will sit there all night. Like if I know, like I don't. I loved go- Victorian Alberts, but for whatever reason, when I'm on a cruise, I just because there's so much to do. There's so much to do. There's so much to do at Walt Disney World yet. Go to. But I'm in a Victorian, Victorian Alberts. Okay, yeah, but I go to Victorian Alberts. Bread and a rose. Yeah, once every you know ten years or something like that on a Guys, cruise. I haven't been to Victorian Alberts in ten years. The last time I went was for my thirtieth birthday. That's the last time I went too. That's oh my gosh, we're going. Ago. Two weeks. Meet me at Grand Floridian. Let's go. There. Let's go. I, I've never been there either at all. You've never so, been? <gasps> oh, okay. Next in two weeks, everybody, we're going. We should go for um, our I haven't been. Charla. Yes, we should go for our birthdays. I haven't been to California Grill. I haven't been to Victorian Alberts. Uh, okay, that's it. We're just, our next trip friends. is going to be just signature dining. That's yes. it. It's not that <laughs> so I, I think we said this before. To go actually, there. So. I just haven't been there. I. Yeah. We will we will design an entire would, trip around signature dining. I have always wanted to eat at Victorian Alberts. I just never have. So it's amazing. Uh, all right, so that takes care of the main dining rooms. Um, it takes care of the adult only dining. What else could there possibly be to consider? <laughs> We're not done. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the special events, and the most common of which is going to be on most Disney cruises is Pirate Night. I will admit, and this is going to be a hot take, I'm not a big fan of Pirate Night. I said it. I am a fan of Pirate Night for watching Mickey Mouse zipline across the ship. However, I am. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Only on some ships because it doesn't do it all. And depending on whether or not the wind cooperates. Yeah. However, I am not a fan of dressing up for pirate night in clothes that I bring like I'll wear the bandana that they give me Mm -hmm. but I don't have a pirate outfit and I'm not going to buy one to cruise (laughs) (laughs) I do the the thing I do like about pirate night is there are some people that get really into it I mean really into it and when you have a good pirate costume I mean a good one there it is impressive I mean, there was one on our last cruise that had like a very realistic parrot on his yeah. shoulder and it was like a hole. And, you know, some of the women pirates are looking good. I mean, it was, I just, I don't have that in me. No, I mean, what's funny is like, I am all in for a Halloween on the high seas cruise where I have to bring a specific costume to dress up. It's just not going to be not just you, but me. Yeah, <laughs> right. But it's not going to be a pirate costume that I bring yeah. for these cruises so yeah okay I'm kind of in between the two of you because I really enjoy pirate night and I like it because it's Disney's answer or version to deck parties you know almost every yeah. other cruise line has a deck party they tend to be catered towards the adults where you know it's like you know you're in the pool or you have to wear a certain color or there's different kinds of cocktails and there's a DJ um and so Disney took that experience and created their own family-friendly version. So there's a dance party, there's characters. I happen to love the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. So that's like, you know, I love Jack Sparrow. So that's exciting for me. Um, Am I going to be sad if I miss it one night? No. I also really love the buffet that they have after the pirate party. I'm a fan of that. Um, And I I literally never made it to that buffet. 
oh my gosh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic in the decorations. Like, you know, it's not like they have tons of food that you can only find at that buffet, but there's so much of it. Like so many sculptures, pirate eye sculptures. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's really cool. It's just cool. another part of the experience, but um, I don't really dress up anymore. I started to, when I first started doing the Disney cruises, like now I don't feel that I need to dress up, but it's cute seeing, uh, you know, little kids and other people dressing up. It's fun. Yeah. I do love the fireworks. I, I am here for the fireworks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I do I do love those deck parties on different cruise lines and stuff. And this is a good way to do it. And the like, if you see a little boy or a little girl in their pirate costume, I absolutely am here for that. Um, you know, they're, they're up later. They're up past their bedtime and they know it. And it's, you know, it's really fun to be able to see that. Um, but I just personally don't bring a costume for it. Uh, but Disney Cruise Line does give you a cute little bandana that you can wear, put on your head or wear it as a scarf if you want to. And they give one to, in every stateroom. So uh, that gets most people into some sort of the pirate spirit, even if yeah. they don't go all out for it. Yep. Exactly. And so that's what I would say. If you want to go all out, go for it. You will not be the only person. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's not your thing, that is okay too. And if you just want to go casual, that's fine. It, it can be something that you make a part of your cruise. It does not have to be something that you, you know, plan for in advance is what yeah, I would say. Exactly. exactly. All right. Another thing, another sort of quote unquote special event that you may experience, particularly on longer cruises is a semi-formal or formal night. Um, seven night and longer sailings do usually have a semi-formal. And if you're on like a transatlantic or a Panama Canal, there may be more than one. Mm -hmm. Again, your mileage may vary. Your level of participation is completely up to you. I just feel like embrace it, right? Like where else are you putting on a gown? For not, and not necessarily a gown, but a nice Right. You dress know you that, bought a dress to go to a wedding that you swore you'd wear again and didn't. It's in your closet, like drag it out. <laughs> Right. Like embrace it. Have some fun. Where, how many times a year do you do that? Like, you know, maybe you say to your husband, oh, you never take me anywhere. We don't go anywhere fancy. Like this is your opportunity. Get dressed. You, you can, can even, you want to go all out. You book yourself an appointment at the salon and get your hair done. Like you could have a lot of fun with this. Yeah. I actually, um, one sailing that I did, I've done a couple of them, but one year in particular I did, um, on one of the New Year's Eve cruises I went on, um, you know, I had this giant, like, fluffy, like, gown that was really, like, I had bought special somewhere. Um, my boyfriend at the time, he rented a tuxedo, and we brought that with us because it's New Year's Eve. Like, I don't get dressed up on New Year's Eve. I booked an appointment at the spa. I had my hair, my makeup done. Like, it was just a fun, fun event. And then to go in the dining room for dinner, everybody's in tuxes and like beautiful gowns and like it was just like everybody really kind of embraced the situation and it was just such a fun thing to see yeah yeah which, which actually ties into our next category which is photo ops on your disney cruise this is a perfect opportunity like if you are not a family that gets dressed up very often or not a family that has pictures taken very often Oh, a Disney cruise is your chance. Like if yeah. you are in that tux and that gown, you would better stop for a photo of it. Yeah. <laughs> and they have Picks loads or it of, didn't happen. Loads of different yeah. backgrounds. So you can have like your white background or a, even a, like a cruise ship background or something like that. But if you're just if you just want professional photos, this is the perfect way to do it. Those photographers, they're actually not Disney cast members, they are professional photographers. 
And this is a great opportunity to have the Christmas card photo or just mm-hmm. a portrait that you hang on your wall at your house. You get a digital copy of it. So yep, might as well. That is one more thing I do recommend that families plan for, especially if you are doing an extended family trip or if you're traveling with friends. Um, it's a great thing to to think about and to sort of, you know, whether you go as far as doing color coordinating outfits or, you know, special or, or you just decide to take a group photo one night wearing exactly what you have on. Either way, it's a memory that you're creating, um, you know, that you're going to look back on and smile. So, yeah, yeah. Something to think about. All right. Anything else? Any other packing things that I've missed? Aforementioned coat and sweatshirt. Do yes. not forget that. You will be sorry. Yeah. The air conditioning is no joke in the dining rooms. Like they are not playing. (laughs) It's chilly. Yeah. So coat, jacket, sweatshirt, scarf. Um, I frequently have, you know, like a wrap or a pashmina or something with me. If I'm not wearing it, I've probably got it on my person somewhere. I brought it with me. It's on the back of my chair. So that if I do get chilly, um, you know, it's there. Um, Plus, (laughs) Throwing an extra scarf on a dress that you wore two nights ago turns into a whole new outfit. So, you know, <laughs> can't hurt. Yeah. Um, and again, you're, the, a lot of this is going to depend on if you are doing a Star Wars Day at Sea. If you are doing a Marvel Day at Sea, there are other things that you might want to pack for those events. If you're doing a Mediterranean cruise versus an Alaska cruise versus a Bermuda you name it. There are, of course, different specifications for all of the different itineraries. But all of this information is available on the Disney Cruise Line website um, under what to know. So. All right, so that does it for episode 114 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Uh, we are having a lot of fun over on our Facebook groups. We have a Facebook group for our, our listeners. We also have a separate Facebook group for our Patreon supporters. What's a Patreon supporter? www.patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. We do exclusive content for those who are supporting us. We're getting new members all the time, and it's so exciting. And if you think that two years in, we do not still text each other every time we get a new member, you are <laughs> wrong. <laughs> It literally happened yesterday. Um, we still text each other and get very excited every time we have a new Patreon supporter. So um, welcome to all of you who are just joining us. Coming up next on our Patreon Extra, which again is just for those who are supporting us on Patreon, we are going to be talking about why Charlotte hates me. <laughs> okay, no, specifically we're going to be talking about last week on our Patreon Extra, we talked a little bit about um, Charlotte had never seen The Dark Crystal or Labyrinth, which are two of my favorite movies. Heather, of course, has not seen them because they were made in the 80s. Um, I'll just be sitting here listening. That's fine. Um, and uh, Charlotte had an interesting take on the movie, and we're going to get into it. So uh, stay tuned. Coming up next week, I don't remember what the topic is, but I've learned not to predict topics in advance because they change so frequently based on Guys, what announcements Disney's going to Next week is February. Next week is almost my birthday, everyone. Don't be shy about saying happy birthday to me. Um, <laughs> actually, next week is the uh, last recording before your birthday. So, yeah. We should have a birthday party. Um, I'll, bring, I, I'll bring the balloons. It's okay. I can say what's on the schedule for next week because I think we're probably going to stick with it. It is very a very, very good topic, and I'm sure all three of us have done it before. But it is sick at Disney. What to do if you are sick at Walt Disney World. Thank you. Yes, that's a particular specialty of mine. Um, <laughs> yes. yeah. my, and my family's. Um, yes. Okay, perfect. So hopefully that's what we'll be talking about. As long as nothing, you know, no earth shattering 
record-breaking news is announced between now and then. So thank you for listening. Stay tuned. Be sure to visit our website at DisneyParkPrincess.com. Be sure to visit our Facebook group. We have an Instagram page and a YouTube channel. Um, and if you go to our website, please make sure that you sign up for our newsletters. We only send out one newsletter per week, just one little email. Uh, we won't be spamming you constantly with, you know, tons of updates and things, but you can register for that on our website as well. Thanks. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.